It's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. We're at 91.5 FM WPRK, the best in basement radio. I am your host. We are, you can, I'm your host, DJ Crazy. Now I mess it up. I am your host, DJ Crazy, JC John. You can hear us every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. And you can also find us at www.homohappyhour where you can find our past 45 episodes and catch up on our nice little gay show. And today, on episode 46, I have him back, and it is his happy birthday. It is Tom the Elderberry, or would it be your happy elder day? It's elder day. Happy elder day. Thank you. Happy elder day to you. Thank you, sir. And welcome back, too. You weren't here last week, and so that gives me more topics that we can get your thoughts on, too. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of topics to think about, so this will be great. I want to ask you how you're doing, but that is like one of those stupid questions, especially with I'm what you're going to. I'm just going to say cheers. But exactly. We have to start it off right with our clean. Mm. Beautiful, white, fruity. We're in the basement. Oh, I can't sing that. Never mind. I don't want to get... Okay. <laughs> I did less than six. Yep. I did less than six little things. So, oh gosh, that was close. So, it's been a while. How has things been going without going to the other side? But otherwise... It's I'm beautiful. S- it's, it's... It's beautiful. It's spring in Florida. It's... Yes. It is so beautiful outside. So beautiful outside. Now, the very first thing, because you watched Drag Race. Oh, yes. Now, of course, there was that little COVID episode, so that was your week off, too. Because... <laughs> did you watch it, it that I, week? I did, but it was still really interesting what very, they had to go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it was very interesting that they were also one of the first productions filming during COVID. Yeah, but they did it right. Yes, they really did. None of the girls have, you know, if one of them tested positive for COVID, the gay world would have known. Oh, yeah. You know, what are we going to call the gay world, speaking of which? Because, you know, I know we have our people that speak for us and stuff, which we'll be talking about one of them later. But what would be called, what would be called, what would we call the gay world? Girled, girled, girled. No, I think uh, it could have many names. It depends on which facet of the spectrum you're in. That's true. Well, the umbrella. But umbrella's already taken. It's too It's too Rihanna. Resident Evil. <laughs> I was going to say Rihanna, but we'll go with Resident Evil. I was thinking Resident Evil because of the Umbrella Corp. Oh, and Ella Ella. So. <laughs> but hey, I could go for some Alice's. I mean, I love Alice. She's actually one of my favorite um Heroes, she's a hero, isn't she? Alice from Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay. Cause she's a hero. Um, she's one of my favorite heroes. I really think she's pretty awesome. 
really awesome. And we'll talk about different heroes later, too. <laughs> but let's start out, though, with Drag Race. So you watched it last night. Cause this have. is people got Y'all are listening to this on Tuesday, but we saw it on Saturday, so we saw it last. We were recording this on Saturday, so we saw it last night. Right. So it's not spoiler, but spoiler alert if you did not watch it already on Tuesday from Friday night. Shame on you. They're going to take your pink card. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we'll first start off with the big spoiler alert of who went home. Who went home? Denali. Oh, she skated away. She skated away. Her 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 exit was great, though. Her little, you know, they all have their little words that they say. Hers was great. That's their coinage, I guess. Although nobody's ever going to meet everywhere. Meet. Nobody is ever going to beat Banji. All right. Banji. Banji. <laughs> no one's ever going to beat that. But yeah, last night they did, they had to do each other's makeup, which was a new twist and dress. Yeah. They wore each other's dress. Now, I will say, um, um, Candy, I always call her Muse. I want to call her Candy Apple. Candy Muse, um, and Gottmik, they did really well with the obstacles that they had in their way being the biggest. I mean, it was Laurel and Hardy. It Come was. On. It was very much Laurel and Hardy, um, you know, the alp- it's totally opposite ends of the spectrums. Yeah, there was a lot of sewing on their end. There was. There was. And I don't think, did Candy sew? Because I thought earlier on. No, but she shaved her derriere. Yes. <laughs> that line she had said me that. fall apart. I did Because she didn't know what was, what was to expect. How was she going to be dressed as Gottmik? She didn't know if her derriere would be derriere and showing. <laughs> <laughs> derriere harrier. Derriere harrier. She Ooh, made sure that didn't game. happen. That would be a great derriere harrier. Come out dressed like a baboon. And you don't have to shave. That would be for Anything. like a that would be like a Beyonce type of a drag, a bearded drag, you know, someone that's all a bear that doing drag. And speaking I love of, that. And speaking of Beyonce, today was her drag brunch in Tavares. Yes. Which is been, something we're going to have to go visit. Yes, we are going to go visit there and we are going to broadcast a, probably a podcast from there. It won't be a radio oh, show. Oh, it'll be a radio show. Oh, At least the first so? half of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You Probably, maybe. The <sighs> only thing I thought about with that was the background noise with the music that's used for drag, just like, you know. Yeah, but if we record when it's just setting stale before the whole thing kicks off. Yeah. I don't know. Something to think about. No, that is Anthony, a good we're going to reach you. Anthony Daddy T? No, Anthony Baronce. Oh, oh, okay, yes, <laughs> Baronce, yes. And we're talking. We're actually talking. We're gonna channel Baronce through the fan. We have the Baronce fan, and that brings us to our first topic because that was a year ago. Baronce was the last, um, the last guest that we had on this show before lockdown in the studio. Inside the studio. Myself, Locke, April Fresh, who I can't wait for us to be back in the studio again. We have been talking about that. But this is, I mean, it's really taught me a lot. It's taught you a lot, too. I mean, you're going to go back in the studio and be like, okay, I think you can learn how to do all the gizmos and gadgets. and Slide whistles. Yeah, you'll be able to do all that stuff because you'll be having to take your class then. 
Yay! Once we I'm get looking out. forward to that. And I did. I did send. I did. Yeah. I I actually got a hold of of the powers that be and that I needed to to be like, hey, okay, we're vaccinated, which is a story of itself. Tom, you got vaccinated. Um, I did. And which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. The Pfizer, and you had some side effects, right? Uh, just a sore arm and being drunk. You went, uh, and you went to um. Um, you Mr. went to Don. the Valencia Y. I, I oh. went to Valencia. Oh, we'll back this. We'll back this story up further. You went to Valencia West for yep. your shot. I did on Thursday, last Thursday. Oh, okay. Uh, a friend of mine drove over from Melbourne, and he's like, "I'm in line," and I'm like, "I am on my way." I was watching. I went Monday, and I got Johnson and Johnson. You know, they make my good ear swabs. So, right. <laughs> my sister got the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, one and done. That's how I was, and I was so happy because I first was trying to get online with Publix, and we're not getting the shots. We're not able to get the shots because we're sixty-five or seventy-five and older. We're getting it because of medically the necessary. Medically necessary. The um extreme extreme vulnerability they yeah. call it or something uh, very vulnerable the vv i'm thankful for my doctor for for getting me on the form and getting me out for there for getting the form out there it was just a form that you download from the doh if you have any medically needy and you're not fit in any of the group you know if you're high risk is what it really is if you're high risk for catching it then you can get your note i went out to valencia like last weekend it was busy yep. so i waited and on monday i went out at i left here at 8 30 i believe i was back here by 10 i got i, I was in and out of there in an hour um, and I'm, then, I'm thankful that FEMA has got it on the ball. They do. And there was lots of eye candy. Oh. I love oh. I love our boys in uniform, and they were in there. They were in their in their fatigues, and I, yes, I was like yes. So yes. we got to the medic tent. Even the little boily girls, I guess boily girls is what you call them because they're boily, not boily as in boils all over them, but boy b o y, boyishly boyish yeah. yeah yeah i don't know nobody's a grammar tree teacher <laughs> yeah there's one sergeant evans that was at the doorway when i got to the medic tent and he was like sir i have to hold you here and i'm like if you hold me i'll pass out <laughs> and he was like what and i'm like if you hold me i'll pass out and he's like no sir i just need you to hold here and i'm like i, I know <laughs> I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding. You can keep me waiting here with this look all day long. All they day were, long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they come up to Beautiful. you with the thumb because they give you that sticker that you put on your chest. And so then you have them coming up to you and, and zapping at you. you. Yep. They're like zapping your barcode. Right. It's not like. So, yeah, we both been chipped. <laughs> My 5Gs is incredible right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm emitting some great 5Gs. <laughs> Yes, we've both been chipped, and we have the barcodes to prove it. <laughs> I have to be honest, though. I, I cried a little when I got the vaccine. Really? I did. I, I was so grateful. What, I it was, was just so gratitude. Giddy. I was giddy. I was like... I couldn't. I was so glad I was wearing a mask because I didn't. I just had this huge smile on my. And I'm texting everyone. I got my Johnson and Johnson, girl. One and done. Our last pandemic, we still don't have a vaccine for. Right. I'm grateful that within a year we have something to slow this down. It it was like warp speed. It, it was, was like amazing. Warp speed. It was great. 
And compliments to the president for getting two different pharmaceutical companies to work together to force more vaccine into the market. Right, two competitors, Merck and Johnson Johnson, or in order to produce more. To get it to market. Yeah. Everybody think about it real hard. You can make your own decision, but I think it's better not to even take the risk. I think that's what they're going to get to, you know, whenever he said May 1st. I mean, he's not to get political, but I just, as a personal level, this man who is in charge of our country has put out these statements of what he's going to do, their goals. He's laid the gauntlet on the goals. So... He's actually over halfway to his 100-day goal that he made. He's going to get that in, like, 60 days. Yep. Um, And he set forth these other goals. Well, power to him. I mean, he's building his resume as a president as, you know, since he just got in. Well, last year we were told it was going to go away like a miracle, and that didn't seem to work very well. (laughs) I don't know about you and me. That was like not it. No, that was nothing. I was, I was like, oh, that's not going to happen. Dream on, Aerosmith. It's so different now. Whenever we have like a presidential moment on TV, when he comes on with the stuff like he did the other day about our stimulus, we're going to get stimulated again. I'm stimulated. I mean, that's a politic I I love to talk about. Stimulated. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to get stimulated again. Mine's going to be an e-stim. I actually got mine yesterday on Friday. Yep, it's in my bank. I get it. Not the West End. Mine's more the the South End. E-stim. Oh, the e-stim. Yes, yes, yes. The east. Well, well, it is the e-stim. It is e-stim. Yeah. East End stim. I'm more the South. I got the South. I got the South End. West End, stem, South, <laughs> Southwest End. No, not Southwest, just oh, South. Yeah. South Stem. Gotcha. South End. But uh, yeah, it's um, we're gonna get fourteen hundred again, and some of us may have already. I did last night. They're announcing it on the TV, and all of a sudden, I get the notification that I have this deposit, and I'm like. <gasps> It shows you how fast it can happen if they actually do it. Exactly. Well, the whole thing. Now, All of it. Yeah. There is. Yeah. I'm not going to get political with that, though. But, you know, somebody who is political, and this is really funny, this next story, because I do not know this guy in any way, shape, or form. I've heard his name, and I've heard it thrown around in the gay news world very often, but I didn't know until I read this article and started talking about him. And it is my, I do not Milo. know. Milo? Yeah. I always want to say Milo. Why are you spelling it M-I-L-O? Spell it M-E-E-L-O. Milo Yanopoulos? Yes. What is it? Milo Yanopoulos? Yanopoulos. Yanopoulos. He's Greek. He's a Greek gay. But now. He's been canceled. Oh, he was canceled. He was a Breitbart. He was a Breitbart, which is why I don't know anything about him. I mean, no no diss on them because I just don't watch them. There's a lot of things I don't watch. But, yeah, he was was a commentator, I guess, and had a, a a Breitbart editor, actually. And he come out. He was gay. He's a male and Coulter. Yes. Yes. 
He's very controversial. I guess, you know, Rush... <laughs> this is not the, the opinion of WPRK or Rollins College, but with the open seat of Rush Limbaugh, I guess somebody's trying to take up the role because now he is saying that he is ex-gay and that he demoted his husband to be in his housemate in a bizarre new interview. And if this was a screenplay, there would be brackets and there would be a yawn. I the but 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 it's it's news. No. Yeah. No. No. Because because he is actually he is going through and he's saying he's trying to push gay conversion. I mean, what does that do to? But because you really do have to think that there are gays in the Republican Party, the log cabins. We've had a story about them not recently. Um, I think he's only pushing that because he's been so canceled. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to cling to anybody that's going to find him relevant. He's a 36-year-old. He's known for uh, controversial commentary. Um, and this interview he did was to LifeSite, which is a right-wing Christian news outlet. Ugh. So he actually claims to have only leaned in to being gay in the past because an outspoken and handsome conservative world would drive liberals crazy. So now he's blaming his gayness on he is doing it. I mean, oh my I think gosh. he's blaming his lameness. And then he said, when I used to kid that I only became gay to torment my mother, I wasn't entirely joking. He describes his sexuality as he describes the, the gay sexuality as a lifestyle, which gets. That's, I thought it was a brand. To, <laughs> that's my top. That's that's a pet peeve of mine about the whole lifestyle thing, because lifestyle and gay. That's as straight. What's a straight lifestyle? I mean, there are different. It's not like somebody. I think the word is authentic. I think if you live authentically, you could be gay or you could be straight or you could be pink. How about the LGBTQIA plus rainbow or diet? <laughs> I mean, what what do you mean? I, that kind of is just makes no sense. He just leaned heavily into the public because it drove liberals crazy to see a handsome, charismatic, intelligent gay man riotously celebrating conservative principles. And I think that is wrong because that makes fun that makes jokes of the log what are they called? The log cabin Republicans? Republicans? Yes, the people that are gay that are Republican. The, it's a small percentage. I mean it's a small percentage of us. But this but, is all an act. But they have their rights just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just an act. And no matter what, there's still freedom of speech. And that's where the freedom of speech counts, where it's like, you know, it, it, that counts as in saying that you have to really look at it as that way, not to get involved in it, because it's crazy. He, he said that he was focusing on supporting conversions therapy. So that's what he's doing now. Well, that's being banned everywhere. So, yay! What a, what a great train to, to jump on. It's being <clears throat> not everywhere. Excuse it's me. being banned in all the blue states. The blue states, like the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> I got the blue. The blues. The blues. Taint. My name's not Tate. <laughs> they, blues Tate. And the blues Tate. Oh. <laughs> Tate. Oh. No, my sinuses. My nose is kind of stopped up. 
with all of the pollen. pollen. There was, and we live under this majestic oak tree. And they're so good for us. Under this majestic oak tree. Yeah, I, w- I would have to go to Sweetwater Car Wash or some car wash around that's in the close to me, some car wash to get, you know, wash my car. But then I turn around and I get home and then the next day it's yellow again. Yep. So I'm just waiting for it. So, um, oh my gosh, and that kind of also, he is a former Breitbart editor. He went on to on to describe his uh, so-called coming out as a lifting of a veil, but he admitted that his husband might not be pleased at being demoted to the role of housemates. And how he what he said about that is it helps that I can still just about afford to keep him in Givenchy and a new Porsche every year. Could be worse for him, I guess, said Mr. Yanalapalablablus. <laughs> and I'm giving you the green face emoji. I'm like, oh my gosh, if that isn't, uh, you know, people talk about uh, white, white um, not supremacy, but... Uh, privilege that is just totally privilege in and of itself on top of being a hate speech and did he just use i mean we did a story about devon dudley who came out on twitter he's a wrestler a wwe wrestler and he came out on twitter as being gay and then he made afterwards oh it was a joke so now we're having someone else do that i mean why is people mocking us well thank goodness he was never a spokesperson for us right but you know who thinks that he is a spokesperson for us who? Leslie Jordan. He is. He he is a good... He speaks for a good faction of us. Yes, he does. Because he is accomplished, and he's a, a celebrity, and he but he's accomplished. He's down to earth, though. And by being accomplished, he has also been on many, many shows for many, many years. Remember when he was uh, Murphy Brown's yes. secretary that she hated the most? burp i have to burp and it wouldn't come he up. was on the greatest american hero he was i don't remember what episode? he was there's if you ever see leslie jordan live they uh-huh. run a reel of all of his tv shows uh-huh he was in a little costume and he was fighting with the greatest american hero i have to find that i i have to find that that's like barbara barbara the barbara streisand the only barbara i know barbara was on um, Miami Vice, and whenever her and Don Johnson were together in the eighties, she did a cameo, just a walkthrough. Wow, I didn't at a know moment. that. Yeah, yeah, I had, I finally found it. I finally found that episode and got it. I'm like, so yeah. what? Miss Jordan, do now? So Leslie Jordan, he speaks out for us, and he says that gays have Meghan Markle's back in the fight with the royals. So before we get into this story, this story, have did you see that last week? I did the episode of the O interview? Yes, the Oprah interview. Can we talk about her Meghan ugly shoes Hannah. first? Who's Oprah's? Yeah, the zip up is yeah horrible. Yeah, horrible. A very nineteen little house on the prairie. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, but her spirit was there, and her heart was there. Do you know who made all that furniture? No, who? Christopher Knight. Who is oh, he? Oh, really? Peter Brady. Peter Brady. It's yes. sold out the next day. Really? I bet you it's gonna. I bet you there's gonna be it's a whole Christopher line. Nice furni- Christopher Knight furniture. Uh-huh. The whole, all those little low slung chairs. They were really beautiful. So sold out. 
Okay, now, but that, okay, what I was confused on was, where were they interviewed? Was that in the garden of of Harry and... No, it was not at Oprah's but, house, and it was not at Harry's house. It's one of the houses between them in Monticello. Oh. In California. Oh, good to know, good to it know. It could have been Ellen and Portia's because house. It was, yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful land. I mean, I was just like, oh, this is just beautiful. And sitting out there with these Roman uh, columns around them. Yeah, that pergola was something. I was just like, oh, this is so great. And then when Harry came on, I was like, oh, it even gets better. <laughs> he looks fantastic. He does. His brother, on the other hand, he's looking like his father. Horsey. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Hello, what, Princess Anne. That was one of the things that got me was what Harry had said that that his brother wasn't, um, you know, that or not his brother that his father wasn't speaking to him for a moment there, and I was like, oh my gosh. More so than that question that seems to be on every tabloid's mind. What color is the baby going to be? I don't think that came from from anybody in the royal family. I think it came from the institution that they keep talking about. The firm. The firm. That sounds like, yeah, the firm. That sounds That like whole really contract with the word. press thing at the end? <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that was there was some. I'm like, ooh, that's kind of really weird. Yeah. Okay. What when Oprah started like hard hard line the question when they were talking about the way the newspapers and things in oh, London. Oh yes, yes, and they were showing them. No. Yep. Yes, it was. The ooh. coverage is purposely slanted. Yeah, very much so. You the headlines, the way they do. It's very much just like Harry says. It's very much reminiscent of Diana. Oh yeah, all that. Very much reminiscent because Diana's like, no, I'm I'm playing me. I'm not playing your game. And but she set him free. He got yeah. to get out of it and has been whatever life he wants to make and God bless him for That's that. That's why I don't think that it's any kind of argument between either one of them and anybody in the royal family. Um, their father, their grandmother, his brother. I don't think it's between and then even Kate. They try to bring it like Kate versus Megan. And so silly. she called that out. She's like, actually, I was the one that was in tears. <laughs> Some of my friends didn't think that it went so well for her. I, th I thought it was different. The, yeah, there are some people that thought, oh, she's just making these accusations because she's the outsider. I think they both called it out. I think they both called it out very much. And I have totally respect for Harry to be like... Um, she's more important than this. Yes, yes. And whatever, what was the heaviest part of it was him saying... He still gets along with all of them. He still has respect for all of them, but they're locked in that system. Yep. It's like, hey, I got out of the bubble. I got out of the bubble of the the royal. It may be a gold line bubble, you know, built on all the people's money or however a monarchy works. But and the light bulbs are real diamonds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the crown jewels are ridiculous. If you're ever in London, go see them. It's yeah, it's staggering. I've seen a lot of crown jewels. I drank a lot of crown. Well, Leslie Jordan, so Leslie speaks out for us, and he says that the gays, she needs to speak her truth. 
That's wonderful. I'm just afraid those royals are going to smoke her. <laughs> nice Tennessee barbecue salt. <laughs> he goes on and he's like, Yes, ma'am, Miss Markle. The gays have got your back in this royal battle. <laughs> I am all for Leslie Jordan speaking up for us. He did that in an Instagram post the other day. Yeah, because he's 70-something now, and he's using his his chance at the microphone in amazing way. He got all shirtless on almost naked on call me cat, that television show that he's on. Right. Uh, it's, it was, I was like, all right for you. You are so comfortable in yourself, which is probably a lot of the stage acting too, because you have to be. Well, it's like Cloris Leachman. They're just getting to be a different version of who they are. Yeah. But he's so hilarious. Hilarious! Oh, something I about the um about the Milo 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 the Milo Yakananda Malapus yeah, guy, um, Milo Pus. Yes, Milo Pus. Whenever he put out there that he was an ex-gay now, <laughs> well, um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna mess this up. What's his name? I want to mess it up, so that's okay. But what's it? George Takai? Yeah. He he retweet retweets his tweet. He replies to it and says, "Oh great, we've been waiting for this moment to have a celebration." <laughs> George Takai is another one that's brilliant. <laughs> yes, he really is. He he's he's snappy. He's got he's got he can come back really fast and really really good. I I'm in awe of my gay elders being a gay elder myself. That people like this are just so relevant and so funny and just themselves. Yes. Yes. And we have them locally too. I mean, with Parliament House closing, we had to really reinvent you know, reinvent a lot of Day a lot of Daytona, a lot of Orlando. Um we've had so much difference that you know with the bartenders um even the drag queens for gigs and things like that the whole way it operates it's but it's it's really going well i mean between stonewall and savoy and southern nights because really that's it well the whole southern nights complex district dive southern craft right that southern way nights have, yes yes because that's the closest thing now you know you have that's true. That place is fun. Love it. Oh, it's I, I need to go there. I was thinking about going there after the show today, after recording, um, for your birthday. But then you said you had other plans. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll not talk about it. Plus, No, plus, we're going to go there we'll when see. Taylor's working. Yes. That, well, he's, that's what, he's not there today. Oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. Yeah, he's like Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Right. Anything too busy, is, and God bless him. I don't blame him. Especially, I mean, even though I got, I mean, it's two weeks after you get the the shot that you are 100%, you know, that you are not 100%, but 85%, whatever it is. But you are fully vaccinated. Yep. So I'm waiting. And then once I'm fully vaccinated, I'm still going to be wearing masks when I go. But I want to go out and go out to the happy hours and things because that way it's not crowded. Oh, it's lovely. It's like usually ten people, and I yes, get that's why I've always loved happy Facetime hours. with Taylor or Facetime with Locke, and yeah, it's yeah, yes, that's why I love happy hours and brunches. Speaking of, uh, who you know, eats anymore? 
I'm me. still trying to lose the COVID fifty. I talk about gaining fifty. Oh. I almost literally gained fifty because before COVID I was like one thirty, and then now I'm like one seventy. But that's because that's because of my um, SSRIs, my my mood enhance my mood enhancers, <laughs> not my the enhancers, lithium. not my enhancers, my mood balancer, my you know my mood pills. Mm. To change my stabilizers, aura. my stabilizer. Mood stabilizer. They stabilize me. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. That's funny. Better living That's through funny. pharmacology. I always say I I, I love it. I would rather be fat like I am, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that in a bad word. I'm saying like you know like yeah I'm gay I'm fat that but I'm, I would rather be at my biggest that I've ever been like I am and happy than I would be skinny and sad. Yeah, it's more. If, yeah, totally. Yes, and the weather's warming up. So I, you know, most people, most people. Oh yeah, the weather's warming up. Let me start working on my beach body. Me, I'm like the weather's working. The weather's warming up. I'm so used to let me get my beach belly tan. It's like a ball. Gave up the beach body. It's, I just yeah. have the body now. The body, the body, which is a nice website, also. It is. <laughs> Every time I think of that, I'm always like, "Oh, that is a very good body." Um, so we also have this other. Let me get to it. This other thing that this other um, article that is really really interesting to me. Uh, usually, I go up and I'm like, I I type out gay bazaar. When I look for stories, I look for gay bazaar. I look for gay funny, but I don't go down a Google. I go to news, and I look down the news, so it encompasses all different things. But this one actually is neither fun or nor- funny nor bizarre. It's actually pretty dang inspiring, if you ask me. Uh, that 63 years later, there was an athlete that went um, to Montclair, New Jersey High School, and uh, the high school was named the Immaculate Conception High School. And 63 years later, he is getting his varsity letter uh, for track. That's amazing. He never got his letter at the time because he was gay. And it's a Catholic school, I'm going to assume? Um, it says it's a high school. It's Immaculate Conception High School. And he actually finished first for the track meet, uh, track meet in 1958, which that would entitle him to getting his letters, you know. When, right. For, for the children that may not know what getting a letter means, <laughs> I hope you all went to high school. But if you didn't, then it just means that you get your letter. You participate in the sport and during any part of meets or anything like that, you, you earn your letter, which means you get the letter of the high school on your jacket, which in this case, would it say I see? I see. I see. <laughs> Do you see? I think I it's see. Immaculate Conception. I think it would be I see. I see. So his name is Tom, but he spells it different. T-O-M. Not like the elderberry. Oh. <laughs> his name is Tom Amiano. Now, see, Milo, why can't you have an easy last name like that? His name is Tom Amiano. And he said that as, when he was 16 years old, he was skinny. He was extremely Wait. fast. Wait. Tom Amiano. Yeah. He's from San Francisco. 
He was a friend of Harvey Milk's. He let, he's yes. a stand-up comedian. Yes, he was he on left. the board of supervisors. Yes, he's the one that that's got where it. I was going. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, he so deserves it. Yes, he's such how an funny. amazing man. This is like a moment of your gay history. He's so amazing. Yes, because that was what I was getting to also. After he graduated high school, then he went to Seton Hall University, of course, yep. a Catholic university in 1963. Then he went to San Francisco, and he was a teacher, and he was involved into the gay rights movement, a close friend of Harvey Milk, a stand-up comedian, and just very charismatic. He was on the San Francisco Board of Education, the Board of Supervisors, and the California State Assembly. It was the late 70s. Tommy Amiano was a teacher, and they were trying to push the Briggs Initiative, which which would have stopped gay people from teaching. Uh-huh. And that's how he got involved with Harvey, because Harvey had just run for supervisor the first time and failed. So they were like this Cleve Jones, Harvey Milk, all the, the progressive... Right. People got together. And it was just this one big push. Roberta Actenberg, Carol Migdon. People all that the, are as just as important as Martha Johnson and Stonewall and things like that. There's well, this this so is when they more. when they actually got on the city council, which is the board right. of supervisors. Right. And at one point in 1990, there was two lesbians and Tommy Amiano. So out of the seven seats, three of them were run by gay people. Uh, so it the just others po- were like the gays are taking over. No, oh, they, help us. They just made it so that we would always permanently have a place at the table. That's, yeah. Which was amazing because, oh my God, I can't believe it's Tommy Amiano. That's so funny. When you said his name, I'm like, it can't be the same. And I'm like, I I read down. And I I found this article in the Montclair local. It's a local paper in Montclair. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. That is so funny. I actually think now, since you call him Tommy Amiano, I I remember you talking about Tommy Amiano. When you were talking about um, uh, Harvey Milk and one of your segments of Your Gay History. And you... um, you were talking about him, and you said Tommy Amiamo, and we all were stopped. They were going Tommy Ami, Tommy Amiamo, Tommy Amiamo. There was just this group of people in San Francisco that were so vibrant, and when you move there at any age, and to see people motivating you to get involved in politics or or whatever your thing is, they were just everywhere. Well, he's 79 years old today, not today being his birthday. It's right. your birthday, not his, your birthday, and your beard day. I can't believe he's beard 79. Day. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he's 79 now. So he said in high school, when you're different, it was always an issue. So he blew, blew up. He grew up in the blue-collar household, and he graduated from St. Hall, like I said. He said that if you're growing up gay in Montclair, it was a dark cloud that was all over you all the time, and you were known as a gay person who was perverted. They did. That's sad. They did a comedy fest, and it was like he was one of the headliners along with Margaret Cho. Uh He was fantastic because he would tell these horrible stories but make them so that you could relate and they were funny. Really? That's how I know him, just like that. What was – yeah, they they awarded him the sweater with the letter. The sweater with the letter. That sounds like a country song. He so I got my it. sweater with the letter 63 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't give it to me because I was that gay, as you know. <laughs> you know. 
Oh, that's so cool. Thank you, John. <laughs> yes, that's really funny. They said that... Uh, so, uh, Car- uh, President Caridad F. Arrigo says he's very deserving of the sweater and he's going to get it. He knows it's coming. We just have to figure out a way to get it to him. So, they're also going to establish a co- scholarship in his name, the Tommy Sco- Tommy, the Tom Amiyama Scholarship. Um, and basically, Amio was promoting his memoir, Kiss My Gay Butt, um, which is not, not butt, but I'm just keeping that way safe. Um, it's sometimes painful, awful, funny, often funny account of his turbulent life spent in the Golden Gate politics. He was amazing. Which the things he was able to navigate to. Uh-huh. with the three of them on the board, it was like lots of stuff for positive people, lots of stuff to help the transgender community. There was a group there similar to Zebra here called Lyric. Oh, okay. It was the Lavender Youth Recreational. It gave them something to do and some place to go and somebody to be with so they weren't alone. And right. it's amazing to see that same philosophy that Zebra House embraces here. That gives people a safe space. Yeah. But yeah. it was those people in the 90s that got us here today. Yes, it was. Just like it was the people in the 80s who also got us here. In the 70s, the big time in the 70s. The, every little bit of culture plays a part into the other bits of culture. The secret to the gay agenda is equality. Oh, okay. Nobody that- repeat that. Shush. It was just for us between us, John. Well, no, not just between us, because it's also between Congresswoman uh, Representative. Her name is Lauren Bobart. Oh, and, her. Um, there is there is something in just to get into our political homecoming, homecoming queen has a gun. If I was a drag queen, I would. If I did, you know, to do political drag and let that be your whole shtick, your name could be Polly Tickle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Deep thoughts by Jack Handy. Uh huh. And if you're into nasty drag or nasty, not nasty drag, but like just, scat drag, you know, no. If you're to, and if you're into adult humor, then your name could be Tess, and then your last name could be Tickles, Ooh. who would also be <laughs> the sister of. <laughs> they're like they so were conjoined many. twins. But this congresswoman, her name is Lauren Bobart, and she calls the Equality Act. It is the supre- supremacy of gays, lesbians, and transvestites. Now she made up this word. Transvestites. She made up this word herself, but it does bring up the. Um, but it does bring up the, the the argument that a lot of Republicans and evangelicals are having um, as against the Equality Act, and that is that it is it is uh, restricting their religious freedom. No, it's not. Um, when it, it comes to the cake bakery, like that type of stuff, they feel that it is um, that that is their religious freedom to do that, and you know to make those moments to make those moments <laughs> to make those moments like they're just uh, they have a that right moment. But at the same time, we have the right to exist. I think they have that right, um, but that right ends just like any other right ends. When you have a private business that you are paying for public accommodation for, 
Um, That's where I believe it ends, in my opinion. Not the opinion of WPRK or Rollins or most of the world, probably. I <laughs> I'm with you, though. I, You know, it's totally, it's, it's crazy. Um, no, you know what's crazy? What? Inviting Joe Biden to officiate your wedding in Nigeria. Oh, you saw that? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so Joe Biden was invited to Nigeria to marry, um, not to officiate, but for him himself to marry, for him to get married to another man as his second wife. And this is a very homophobic You've got to be bishop. kidding me. Well, he's in Nigeria. You know, the, the scams and the email stuff, just aren't, that stuff's not working anymore. I've so. won four <laughs> I've won four pair of iPhone AirPods uh-huh. just this week from scams. He's he's trying. To, he thinks he's tough, and he's calling him out for saying that. You know, for for having LG for for Joe Biden, he vowed to advance the cause of LGBT plus rights around the world. So he what he did was he threatened to do financial sanctions on regimes that are deemed to have infringed on human rights of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex plus people. So he's like. He's like, okay, so because he did this, this bishop in Nigeria was like, <laughs> he, he, I mean, he's just like, I can't die Biden, hard enough. You are a hypocrite if you will not come here to Nigeria and marry a man and take him as your second wife. First of all, bigamy is against the law. <laughs> Thank you. Even for the president. I mean, this isn't the, the days of our past four years. We have moved on. It's 2021. There's a little asterisk that says, unless you're old school LDS. But I don't <laughs> I, think that's ever going to be a presidential problem. <laughs> but I could be wrong. But yeah. So, I mean, it was a tirade that he went on about it. It was really kind of funny. Um, it was... And, they just talk about this, and the preacher just says Joe Biden should come to Nigeria and marry a man. I mean, can you I personally, imagine? I personally take it as a rumor that America wants to sanction governments that are anti-gay. The U.S. has not communicated officially with the government of Nigeria. Let there be official uh, gazetted letter signed by the Secretary of the State of the United States telling us to become gay. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, no, it's, that's not how it works. Now, sis, don't get it twisted. <laughs> exactly. I mean, seriously, <laughs> no. Exactly. It's like, girl. I think your Morse code decoded this in a different pattern than it was sent. Bishop, what dye are they using for your robe? Go mm. change robes, honey. Put Go down the pipe, ro- Whitney. <laughs> Bobby? Too, too soon. Bobby? <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Is it? it? No, we went through COVID. We lost a year when we went through COVID, but we went through COVID. <laughs> okay, what a year. Oh, my God. Between this year and last year? Exactly. Think about what were you doing this time last year. It's it's my first year, just to start off. It is my now first year of doing the radio show, and I had to pull it together and keep it together through COVID. Thank and, you. Uh, and I love it because it's taught me to up my game. I mean, now I have everything I need. Honey, you are on it, and you've been on it since we were broadcasting from the park drinking liquor. Yes, and that's what we were doing then with a podcast ball that had picked up everything. But that was so much fun. It was such a learning experience. You can go back and listen to those episodes at www.homohappyhour.com Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been a year. It has. It, 
This time last year, we had just seen Billie Eilish. That was my birthday present to myself. And it was a little bit early. And in hindsight, thank God it was early. Yes, yes. Because Because the next day it was like, ooh, is the tour going to go on? And she did one more day and then it was kaput. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a year of reassessing friendships and finding bonds that are different. And change is good. Just embrace it. Keep and rolling have, with it. And we have our vaccinations. And oh, you, you're on your road. When do you get your second one? The 25th at 3.03. And I'm going to be there with bells on, literally. My father got his um, down by Port Charlotte. Actually, in Sarasota, where we went to. But he got his, he got the Moderna one. And his second one is on Easter Sunday that he goes back. My parents both had the Moderna. They did, really? Yep. I, um, I'll tell you what. When I got mine, I got the Johnson & Johnson um, at Valencia West where you went. And the tents, it was great. We, you know, the eye candy, wonderful people walking around. And there were fatigues all over the... Are they called fatigues? Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird that they're called fatigues and fatigues is asleep? Here I go on a different thought. Yeah. But, so so we, um, so we you're walking through there and stuff. You get the shot. They ask you if you're allergic to anything. They ask you which shot do you want if you're there early enough. And... And then I said, Johnson, Johnson. Well, I'm sitting there waiting after I got my shot, and you have to sit for either 15, but if you tell them you're allergic to something, 30 30 minutes. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching the ambulance that they have parked out there come in with their their stretchers, and they go into the Pfizer tent. And I'm like, ooh, girl, dodged a bullet there. I didn't get the Pfizer one. And so they took this lady out, and then I saw them coming back in with another one. I'm like, okay. It's my, then that's when the cutie boy came up and goes, ding, ding. And he put his phone to my chest and he says, Are you ready? You can go. And I was like, oh, I don't want you. to. <laughs> <laughs> I was scamming pictures, to be honest. I'm like, Click, click, click. <laughs> I can see you doing that. Because when I met Drew, he's like, There was this redhead between the tents. I'm like, Do you mean him? And he's like, oh, my God, how did you do that? And I'm like, I just did a selfie and made it so I was kind of in the so off were, corner. Yes. yes. It, was, it was beautiful. Positioning is everything. Positioning always. means. Yes, positioning is always everything. That actually, let's open this back up. That will be this episode name. Positioning. Positioning is everything. Positioning is everything. Remind me once I get to it. I don't have my pen in it no more. But on that note, it is that time. So, this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the home of happy hour. Remember, we are one human family. One. Yes, just one. But we are dysfunctional, sometimes dysfunctional, always dysfunctional. But we are still one human family. Always fight the good fight. Swing first. Let justice roll. Remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. I'm DJ Crazy JC John. I love you. And we will... See you next next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Two Tuesday. Right here. WPRK right here. Get your vaccine if you're in the age group to get your vaccine. You know, Valencia West. Valencia West. 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 Adam West. At the FEMA. Because we love some FEMA. Be my trade.